Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Zite gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this uh, afternoon edition of All the Things You Trend, All the Things You Trend, Running Through My Trend, Running Through My Trend, All the Things You Trend, Sing, Sing, Not. Remember that band tattoo? Oh, boy, that's, that's that going to be, a, in the style gonna be of. a pain to turn into a title. Yeah, um. just, we'll just call it All the Things You Trend. <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Uh, that is from Johnny Davis, short show title, Spice. Uh, that's the moniker there. And I'm joined in... The second seat, guest co-pilot, guest co-host. Some of y'all who are down with 420 Day Fiance already know the legend that is Brian. But for those of you that also isn't showing you hear about producer Brian, well, here he is. Breeze Nye, welcome to the show. It's a me. It's a me. Brian, that's mm-hmm. kind of, that, that feels a little odd. <laughs> it's a me, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> uh, let's tell people what is trending right now. The first one, Chuck E. Cheese, is trending um, because Uh-oh. I guess it was announced that they will be removing those janky animatronic fucking bands and shit from all their locations, except for one in California because they want to preserve the nostalgia vibrations. Um, no! This is what's so funny. They've been doing this for like years. I felt like when we started this podcast, it was, they were like, yeah, we're going to be offlining it. And like, it was people were like trying to buy the fucking Chuck E. Oh, yeah, Cheese animatronics dude, I remember and shit. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. During yeah. the so pandemic, they were they were they were selling shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I this doesn't quite strike me as news, but a lot of people are like, so like some one website was they're trying to speculate that it's like, oh dude, it's probably because of Five Nights at Freddy. Yeah, it just seems like an odd time to like I don't know if Five Nights at Freddy's makes people want to go to a Chuck E. Cheese necessarily, but it's like I mean yeah. their visibility is up. Or is it, or is it their, I mean, are they trying to be like, yeah, man, they're probably afraid that those fucking, those fuckers are going to come to life and kill people. That's way more, that's way more interesting (laughs) than my cynical thought of maybe they're just trying to like make like a shit ton of eBay money off of selling these animatronic things. Like, oh, right. To be like selling them as haunted. Why not? Oh, (laughs) would you buy haunted Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know. I don't like them enough. I bet Jamie Loftus would probably. That's like her whole thing. So 
Mm, haunted with what? Right. A ghost. Not a like, like what, what kind of haunting? Like, no, like, I'm like not Pazuzu? some shit that like, it has, no, it, like it doesn't have the spirit of a murderer. It's just like, okay, so weird it's not a shit. Chucky type situation. Nah, nah, but weird shit happens around these janky robots. Like um, that kind of thing. I don't mind a little bit of spookery, uh, I think, in theory. I've never been spooked, but. Yeah, same. I, you know, it, if you want to open up all my cabinets or like rearrange the furniture, I don't give a shit. It's like, I don't know. If that's all they got, then that's fine. <laughs> that's so funny. Like a, a movie about a dude who's being haunted, but like. It's just like they're like minor inconveniences when other people be like, dude, a fucking ghost is well, doing it. You're like, yeah, that's usually know, what I... a ghost movie is to me, at least. It's a lot of like moving furniture around and rearranging stuff. Yes, inconvenient, but yeah, it's just, I, I don't get the, I don't get it. I don't get why ghosts are scary. Oh, you know what? I, I bet it would be a bridge too far if they started fucking with your like audio equipment. Uh, yeah, if they fuck with my routing, it's ugly. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so then what that's what's so funny it's hyper specific and then people were like this isn't a fucking horror movie yeah if there was if there was a my ghost, cabling if there was a ghost of some old sour engineer that just wanted to <laughs> fuck with me specifically yeah that would be a that would be a nightmare yeah turn down your backup power supply and then cut the cut your breakers and shit <laughs> and then be like ha, 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 look at you thought you could save your work asshole huh oh surprise um another thing to talk about since we both love music, uh, is okay. The sphere, you know, that like is going up in Vegas that everyone's like, holy shit, it's making me sick being inside of it, but it's also kind of insane. Um, the apparently we're gonna get one in Los Angeles where you used to live. Uh, might, might be a way to coax you back because uh, apparently on Sunset Boulevard, another thing called the sphere is going up, but apparently the one of the people look fucking rinky dink. Yeah, this one looks fucking... This looks jankier than a fucking Chuck E. Cheese robot. It does not trigger my megalophobia. I distinctly remember in Vegas, from whatever arena we were at, you could oh, yeah, see Thomas the Mac giant Center. basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from that distance, my mind was extrapolating being right next to it. Yeah, what that and is. I have megalophobia. Like, big objects yeah, do shit to my brain. Yeah. And I was, I couldn't even look at it. I couldn't even look at it from the outside. Now, <laughs> my fuck. my friend went to go see you too. And the, oh, really? The yeah, the video she shot from inside is just like it's wild. It's like I'm like equally terrified, and I'm like I have to, I might have to go. I hate you too, but I might have to go see you too because that shit looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically in because of Marco Brambia did the the visuals oh i it. thought it looked familiar he did yeah, the, yeah, he yeah. Did the power video right yeah exactly he did demolition man he was the only he's film a, he directed a, was demolition man of course. And it's, yeah but i was a great about visual artist oh yeah, yeah yeah like that so that combined i mean i guess i could sit through like uno dos trace catorce <laughs> and then be like oh well, shit these visuals are hidden I'll just put in my noise-canceling earbuds, and I'll listen to something else while I watch the show. Yeah, this one is not even fucking close to what is no. happening in Vegas. But also, I love that the people who are making the sphere, like who actually made this here in Vegas, immediately came at these people in L.A. were like, hey, man, why don't you back the fuck up? There's a potential conflict and confusion, which is legally uh, saying, yo, watch your fucking back. Maybe you need to rethink the fucking name. It, it just looks like a giant sphere. globe more than the sphere 
This is not a singular thing like the sphere is. No, it has like multiple screens wrapping it up. It looks like if they made a third of the Death Star advertising space, it kind of looks like this. I, I, and I, you know, I didn't read too deeply into it, but it doesn't look like there's seating inside of it for no. thousands of fucking people. So I'm like, maybe you can fit one guy in there. Um, Dude, it's going to be between a Best Western and another hotel on Sunset. It's going to be between a Best Western and another Best Western. <laughs> so, it's really not, they're really not coming with it with this one. But hey, we can dream, can't we? Uh, to one day have our own sphere. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. I do want to just have my fucking I, when I saw When I saw what my friend posted, I immediately looked up concert schedule the sphere because i'm like are they gonna have anything i'm into there because i will fly out um right for that yeah i know are there any other artists that they've even i don't think they are right no there's not a whole lot they have like the experience where they're just showcasing footage and stuff shot for that screen because they have they have a whole like new camera system just for that interior screen because it's so right whatever the fuck it is yeah well anyway uh like let's just let's move on to our next uh interesting topic some apparently uh mark wayne mullen senator mark wayne mullen he wanted to catch a fade yeah on the fucking senate tough guy apparently uh this guy has big tough guy energy so let me set the scene for you uh there's a hearing going on and the teamsters boss sean o'brien is in there if you remember, we've talked about him before because I believe it was back in June of this year. You know, Mark Wayne Mullen, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, he's got a he's got a bit of a anti like hostile towards labor streak in him. So of course that's not going to sit well with a union boss. Um, and there was a picture of him at a primary debate where he was, you know, he didn't want to cop to his height like you know conservative men. Obviously, uh, toxic masculinity reigns supreme in this country, but. He was shown he was standing on a box so he could look, you know, in similar stature to someone he was debating. And uh, Sean now, O'Brien. Of, uh, <laughs> let, let, let me just jump. I think this is more production than anything else, personally, of like framing the shot and having someone considerably shorter. So just fucks up the whole shot. I like, so they're going to like, yo, bro, you're so short. You're making it harder for our camera operators. But isn't that what they do, right? Like they can. I mean, but that would be for something where like you have to have everything like the lighting is so specific. But I feel like on broad, like they're not. Imagine if this was someone who was yeah, because this lighting is super even. Yeah, they're not going to be like, hey man, you're going to have to stand on like six apple boxes, regardless, <laughs> right? The Sean O'Brien tweeted this in June with this picture of him on the debate at this debate set or whatever, and said, "Greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made in reality." Just a clown and fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quite the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Because, you know, he had a lot of shit to say about organized labor. So, he got his chance. Because Sean O'Brien was in the building, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. And Mark Wayne Mullen did not forget. I do want to keep in mind... He well, didn't here, disappoint just, either. No, let's just, let's just let the people... This is what you came for. This could have been pay-per-view, but here we go. This clip is going to start off with Senator Mullen being like, let me read some receipts of how this guy cooked me on Twitter, basically. And it goes from there. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because 
I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Uh, I just do want to pause there. He said, when I was building my plumbing company, this is from his Wikipedia um, uh, uh, page. Uh, in 1997, at age 20, Mullen took over his father's business, Mullen Plumbing. Okay, so anyway, just keep that in mind. <laughs> Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. He stands up. Is that your solution? Every he, no, he no, doesn't just down, stand up. He, he damn near flips his chair over. Bernie's like, yo, chill, chill. If we can, no, I have the mic. This is what he said, Dad. This is what he said. So then Bernie, like, he calms shit down, gives Sean O'Brien a moment to speak his piece, and Sean O'Brien even fucking just. For further violating this senator. Hold it. Answer the questions. All right, y'all want, if I, he, he made a lot of statements, right? And his statements are fiction at best. Fiction, I read them. Can he answer? Where, where, what? <laughs> Hold, answer the question, please. I can't understand him, to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> so, just a little, getting a little test, testy there. Uh, but yeah, it is interesting to know that he, he said he is worth about it said at the end of 2021 his reported assets increased to a range of 31 to 75 million compared to a range of 7 to 29 million at the end of 2020 and apparently this was from the sale of plumbing related companies to hometown services so anyway he's got a this man's making Ooh. money uh, but still want to cool. pick and fights not inside of trading he's not doing that like everybody else no i sold my business that i inherited i think that's what he takes you know, he takes umbrage with that statement. Now, I don't know what state the business, I mean, he very well could have done that, but it's just funny when he, like, the thin skin, um, especially when you're getting called out by people who are not millionaires. But anyway, yeah, we almost had a bit of a, almost, you know, could have had some fisticuffs traded. Probably not. Which is what you love to see in elected officials. Because I think he's, like, also, like, an M, he trains MMA. So you already know, he's got tough guy syndrome. You know what I mean? It's bad. It's, you know, these people walking around with TGS, man, tough guy syndrome. They just, there's only one man that can cure them. And that is me. I alone can cure <laughs> tough, guy, tough guy syndrome. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust? Or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. 
And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. RFK, Robert uh, fucking Kennedy Jr., I think is how it works. That guy. So, like, earlier this month, he was he was caught out here what on first class on an airplane with his ten toes out. Just barefoot walking Ugh. up the and down the aisles on an airplane Disgusting. which in my book that is what we call a violation i would say um this is not your house other people have to be there taking your shoes off with the socks i don't mind that you got to let your feet you know like come, being in restrictive shoes doesn't help all the time going fully barefoot feels just a little bit too much like i don't now i'm it's, like imagining if your feet stick familiar. i just don't need that i don't like that you know what too i mean familiar but I get it. He's walking around. So he was like caught with that. And then apparently like he, when a bunch of people were giving him sh shit about it, he's like got sick ass social media, dude. Like whoever's running social media did a great job because they're basically doubling down and they're like, oh yeah, well look at him now at the airport waiting for his flight. Just feet fully out in the airport waiting area, like at the gate. What the fuck is this? Now, for some reason I was picturing him because I hadn't, heard about this i was picturing him in like a t-shirt and sweatpants and like flip-flops he's wearing a full-ass fucking suit, suit. Yeah. and he's got like leather uh, like beetle boots or whatever the fuck he's got there i assume Chelsea boots. Also. it's a yeah. lot to remove uh, yeah it's just an incongruous look to Thank go you. barefoot in a full suit yeah it makes you look just like i don't know it, it's i'm an, not saying it it's better like if you're but it makes more sense that if you remove yeah, your, you already don't give a fuck. Your your foot garments and they happen to be flip flops that yeah, you're you're gonna be immediately yeah. barefoot. You can't claim I don't I I D G A F vibes wearing a fucking suit with the button still buttoned. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't know, man. But hey, 
it's, power move. It's dude. literally and figuratively not a good look. Yeah, truly, truly. Uh, but hey, for those of you, I, I feel bad when, yeah, I've seen it. You know, you see posts like that on Twitter all the time. But I remember being on an airplane and seeing like the person get the the armrest surprise when the person behind them like their toes be touching your elbow and shit from the row behind you, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And then someone's fucking feet. No, no. That's Please, a, that's a, that is a that is a frank conversation, at least from me. I'm like, Mm-mm. oh yeah. I mean, you know, call me Hemingway because this shit about to get earnest. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's. Lastly, I, we're going to talk about this in tomorrow's episode, but I, I I can't resist bringing it up again because it is exciting to me as a musician, as a music fan, as just a fan of Outcast. Andre Three Thousand has a new album coming out. That's right. It's coming out Friday. Okay. It's coming out Friday and hold on to your butts. There is no rapping on it. It is him on the flute. It is called new blue sun. And that feels like such a experimental, like flute album name, <laughs> like new blue sun. <laughs> I mean? And I'm excited. I, I honestly, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Cause I want to see, he's such a great artist. I've not been as excited for a release in 2023 as i am for this just hearing about this i'm like this is this is exactly what i need in my life is experimental flute music from someone who's just out of the game and just trying to like be happy and live life right exactly because the first track is acknowledging that like the first track is basically like hey man i tried to make a rap album but like this is what happened and you're like great we love you you." Um, and i respect that so much of just like i didn't you know, I didn't make some contrived right, piece right. of content. Like, yeah, I, right. I made what was was true to to me. So yeah, uh, I really I really like that. You get you see a lot of artists. They get like there's like those albums like because their ego just gets the best of them, and they're like or they're, they're trying to do what like their shit. audience or critics expect of them. They're trying to right. like predict. You know, just taking in all these opinions on like, oh, what what they'd like to see next from this guy. And it can really like cloud what oh, yeah. you want to do. Absolutely. Uh, especially when you have like, a lot of eyes on you. Absolutely. That's why like I always respect artists who fucking I don't care if you take years to make an album. Like, because there are album people who wait that long, but there are other ones like where they wait years and they put out something even better. Like I always talk about voodoo following up. Uh, you know, like D'Angelo's second album. My favorite example of this is MGMT, because when they came out, they were um, they were these indie pop sort of electro sounding darlings, yeah. and Shut they completely like abandoned it. They com- they abandoned it in such a spectacular way that alienated almost everything that people liked about them. And you know, no matter how you feel about MGMT, it's like that second album was. Like, huh? Okay. Wait, so what? Wait, I didn't even know what. Wait, what was that album like? Um, it was just like it was an art rock album. It wasn't anything like what you would have expected oh, from wow. people doing like electric feel or yeah, um, right. whatever those other songs were. But um, yeah, yeah, they they started working with the Flaming Lips uh, producer and making just weirdo shit. Yeah, that's. I think that's what's funny. You know, like this is something I feel like creative people talk like especially in music right like you can tell when an artist is making something for an audience that is outside of them and you can tell when someone is sincerely expressing themselves and their interests in the way that they know how to best (coughs) 
Drake. <coughs> Drake. <laughs> Dude, he is lost, bro. Aubrey. <coughs> Aubrey. Sorry. Um, Yo, stop drinking so much. Every fucking social media post is you fucking spoof. Do Gone, anything. Sir. Do anything else, Aubrey. Please. We love. Yeah, you. I mean, look, you've home. already ma- you've made enough. Just stop. Just stop. How about do something stop? else? Yeah, because it hasn't. It's been. It's been a long time. Um, since <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Although, don't be a writer because your book sucked. Did you have a book? You had a book. Oh wow, you, you're 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 following much closer than I. Then what was it about? What was it about? Like his like the forty eight laws of power, according to Drake or something. <laughs> I can't remember the title. It was like. Something titles are disappointing or something like that. I can't remember. Titles ruin everything. Titles ruin everything. Oh my god! It's just like a, a coffee stream table of book. consciousness. Yeah, it's 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 nonsense. Oh, and like Phaedon put it out, so it's like an art book. That's just a fucking. Yeah, that's it's a, just a coffee another table product. Book. That ain't that ain't art, fam. Wow, that's like honest. That pissed. Stream of consciousness book writing from someone who has no business writing a book is an insult to the people that are buying it. And which is I'm funny sorry. because he's literally a rapper who, my understanding is they occasionally have to write things down. But yeah, that's not what I'm checking on him yeah. for at all. Like, it's so bad. One of the things is the stuff you be saying on those apps says a lot. That's one that, whole wow, page. That's a, that's a trenchant insight, Aubrey. Um, wow. If I didn't know how to keep my comments to myself, I'd be commenting STFU. Based. This is this is bad. This is bad. This yeah. is bad. It's not good. Yeah. Anyway, real art. Shout out to the real artist. Uh, you know, just making things, expressing yourself because people will pick up on that. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited. Andre, can't wait to hear it. And you know, inevitably, people are going to start like trying to like flip beats out of that album and then put his like acapellas on it and shit. This will be his true legacy. <laughs> so, yo, could you imagine? He starts doing some Jethro Tull shit. Oh, with miles. the posture too. He in yeah, tree the, pose with, the one, with that with the one foot up. Yeah, on yeah. the knee and shit. Woo, woo! Oh man, that would be so funny, man. I just want to anyway. see, yeah, him doing features on other people's shit, but it's just flute. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that would be wild. It's like him on like a new Lil Wayne track. And it's like Andre too. And be like, oh, she's like, nah, he did the flute sample. Oh man. I love this for him. I love this for us. Or or do you just give him 16 bars to play like a 16 bar float flute solo? <laughs> you know, you're rapping. Yeah, I mean, shit. there's and so then... many great flute samples throughout hip hop. And I'm like, yeah, like this just this makes so much sense to me. I, yeah. I don't know why. But I'm saying I would love the for an artist to have him as a feature and make the space for him to be like, you don't have to MC, bro. Like you don't have to rap. Yeah. Like, but you got 16, you want 32? Take 32 bars and just rip the flute. And I want that. I yeah. really do. Ah. Anyway, Andre, uh, please come on the Daily Zeitgeist. I know you I know you don't listen, but if if by chance you are and you're somewhere in an airport playing a flute, we'd love to have you. Yeah, just um, come chill. Yeah, come chill, man. Come chill. And we can talk about Jethro Tull and our favorite flute solos. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, Brian, for joining me. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a whole new episode. Going to be wonderful. Uh, and I bet if you can guess, because I had a guest host today, that might be a guest host on tomorrow morning's episode. It's going to be wild, child. Okay. Uh, until then, you know, be kind to yourself. Be kind to each other. Yep. Don't stress yourself out. Get the vaccine. Nope. Don't do nothing about hate. This, that's every kind, okay? This white supremacy, homophobia, all that stuff included, okay? Don't do nothing. Be a good person, okay? Or at least try to. Uh, and don't try and pick fights with Teamsters like Senator Mullen tried to. Just not Please a good don't. look. 
It's not a good look like having your toes out at the airport. It's not okay. gonna end up how you think it will. Oh, no, 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 no. Never does. Seldom does. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Later. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care and we'll see you there.